Sam, Shan, and Jenna here, and we are talking about Swarupa this week, which I just want to say it. Swarupa! I think that's actually, it's probably more like Swarupa, mm. but like Swarupa feels very it's like... It's a little Greek vibe. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, like I'm about to smash some plates in here. Opa! Swarupa! Folks might get carried on chairs, I don't even know, we're just going real hard. We're just, Swarupa. we're just blending cultures. Yeah, it's fine. Kind of feels right. So yeah, You know what? Unapologetically. Yeah, kind of feels right. So tell us, tell us about Swarupa. Swarupa is your own form or shape, um, which I think has a lot of area to be misunderstood. So mm-hmm. when we talk about Swarupa specifically, it is the the most authentic form or shape of yourself. But I don't think we should limit it to just like the shape of our spirit or soul. Like which, are you a soul star or like a crystal child or whatever the hell? Like it's the entirety of your form and shape. Because there are so many different ways I think that humans disregard both their spiritual form and shape, but also their physical form and shape. That um, Svarupa is asking us to be very clear eyed with how we view that form and shape. And the extension of that is to like respect and love it, which is why it's part of the theme this month of like how to be human. It's like, let's get really clear about what our real form and shape is. Yeah, because society doesn't love a lot of forms and shapes. Well, when we, when we were kind of like debriefing before this, it made me think of when I started personal training, which was God forever ago. Oh and. God. Are you hitting the place where you're like, well, 10 to 15, like you say something was like 15 years ago and you're like, holy fuck, it really was. Yes, it really was. And I was very coherent to say that. Anyway, I I started doing personal training like, yeah, probably, who who knows, 15 years ago. And um, I remember the lesson that stuck with me the most was endomorph, ectomorph, and mesomorph, which are basically just like your body the different the three categories of body type oh yeah yeah and we are all, we are constantly trying to make everybody either a mesomorph or an i think it's an endomorph now i can't remember but we're basically trying to make everybody either an athlete or skinny as hell and i remember thinking at the time how kind of fucked up that was that like we are made these very specific ways and we're trying to shove people into different boxes. And so, yeah, we don't live in a culture that lets us be in the bodies we're in, um, celebrate the bodies that we're in and like cultivate them, you know, like, so that's really interesting. And I think things like, um, strength finders and Myers Briggs and stuff like that are kind of hinting at like, find your Swarupa, right. like find the, the things that make you tick or the things that really cultivate and create and help you shape your authentic self and then pursue those things. Yes. Um, same as doshas. I mean, we yeah. all have a set constitution that can vacillate in your life, but there is a there is one that's set mm-hmm. and then in different periods it may change a little bit but we don't honor that you know some people that people are different let's just put it that way yeah. and that it's okay and that's what actually makes us beautiful and interesting instead of trying to all be yes. like this one weird homogenized look or feel yeah i also think swarupa too is incredibly powerful both as the acknowledgement of what you maybe are in this moment if that's not something you love deeply right especially from a physical sense we get so many so much information if you're in a different type of body or a less 
prized, I hate to say it like that, but that's the fact. Like, if you're not an ideal body type or shape, you get a lot of drama for existing in that form. There's also the reality that for a lot of people, their body as it exists or their form or shape isn't actually who they really are on a lot of levels, Mm -hmm. right? You could be one of those people who are you know, starving yourself down or maybe not starving yourself down to take a different form. Or maybe you have a different gender or body orientation in inside than you were actually are living and experiencing. And so I think what Swarupa is about is getting very clear about what that real form or shape is for you. Mm-hmm. And then if you choose to make changes or alt modifications up to any point or level, that you're doing them for the reason of your own authenticity and your own deep desire to connect with who you really are. And I think that's super important. So for a lot of us, it could be as simple as like, I'm not going to starve myself down on this random fad diet that Goop just sent out. I'm going to, I read a really crazy take down sidebar about that. And I was just like, ah! <laughs> oh my God, yoni eggs for all. Yoni eggs but, for all. Yoni eggs for all. <laughs> Um, it was really good. I should link that somewhere. But if you want um, to send it to me, I'll put it in the show notes. It's just like the anti-science of goop. And I was like, yep. Yep. But, uh, sidebar goop. But like, it's the question of like, not dieting your body down if that's not really who you want to be. But if because society's telling you that. It's not assuming a particular gender orientation or a single gender orientation or a pronoun because that's not who you want to be. Like, all of that is still contained in Swarupa. It, it's like a beautiful combination of both loving exactly the form that you are, both internally and externally, but also giving yourself room to uncover or reveal the self that you also actually are. Mm. And so that's what Swarupa is about. It's, it's, there's room on there for the journey as well. And the thing is, is like none of us are in our most perfect form or shape, whatever that looks like. Like, even if you're in a perfect, amazing body and, like, you're the best yogi ever, if your practice isn't deep or you aren't actively engaging in the spiritual side of practice, then you still have work to do to uncover your Swarupa, right? Or if that's not part of your thing, that doesn't have to be it either. But the goal is to get really clear about what do I want my internal self to look like? What do I want my external self to look like? And how can I love whatever is but also what is in transition and then what the eventual thing will be Mm -hmm. that is your real form and shape that's the goal i know this is probably complex but what is what it sounds like to me i'll answer my own question and i'll pose it yes what it sounds like to me is that the work to get to swarupa is to do deep self-analysis and be in the in the deep practice of knowing the self and that constant practice of you know yoga but but then like um I guess what would you say your answer is to arrive at this because I think this is of all the things this and karma probably of this month's themes this one is probably the hardest and maybe that's coming from Mm -hmm. someone who has an eating disorder background but I think most of us live with body dysmorphia and don't and and have a hard time (laughs) you're a woman in America and probably or gay man like you've experienced I mean at this point there's pretty solid evidence that eating disorders are pretty much beat into you right in either of those demographics like I think that's a lot of us 
And, well, like, we're and not sure what our true former shape is as a result. Right. Like, I, I feel like a lot of... I, I feel like there are a lot of people seeking their air quotes, can't see it, you know, perfect shape, but it's out of self-loathing instead mm. of self-love. Or because of an external factor yes. that isn't coming at you because it loves you and thinks you're divine. It's coming at you because you will be more prized in a heteropatriarchal society if you look and feel and act this particular way. So how would you, what would you say is the suggestion for practicing to arrive at uncovering or the knowing of yeah. what your Swarupa I mean, is? the reason this Swarupa as your real form or shape, the reason this comes up in February, because it is about being deeply human and acknowledging who you are, but that has to come after you've decided to be present in exactly what it is. Mm. So the reason this came in February versus January, like this, this is part of the debate that I have every time I put any of these things in a particular month with a particular packaging wrapped around it. The idea is that if you've been practicing with us since January 1st, you have decided to become deeply present and deeply aware of the moment that has existed for you and who you are without reservation. And so now You've done that. And now you're with us here, you know, six weeks, eight weeks later. And we're starting to be willing to look at the self that is. And to hopefully lovingly, with care and kindness, start to identify places where we've either lost the true idea of what the self is, or we haven't yet really fully come to who we really are. And so first, I would ask that if you haven't done that and you haven't been with us since January 1st, then get really present. Be really okay with exactly what is happening in this moment. Be okay with the body you have. Be okay with the personality and the feelings and the emotions that you have. And with your whole heart, even if it's hard, try to love those things unconditionally. Mm -hmm. And with the, the, the mo like if you have a child, love it as if it's your kid which is like literally the most sacred love out there. So like, and then that's step one. Step two is to start to cultivate an idea. If you're not in what you consider to be your ideal form or shape, start to cultivate some very loving questions around what would be your ideal form or shape. And you need to ask yourself, and this is really hard and this can take a lot of time, but you need to ask yourself if those are coming from your deepest self, the you, like if it's me, it's like the most me, Jenna, human that I am, or if they're coming from someone else. Are they the voice of your parents? Are they the voice of your first boyfriend or girlfriend? Are they the voice of your mean bully in middle school? Are they the, is it the voice of the cultural ideals that you're existing in? And you have to start throwing away any of them that are not you. And so that is both a practice of lovingly asking yourself questions, but also really listening to yourself. And that can take a really long time. And it's not an easy practice. It, I, there's a reason therapists get paid a lot of money to do this. <laughs> but like, that is what it, just requ it requires. Yeah. You also have to make an agreement with yourself as you work on something like this, this revelation of your own former shape, that you're going to do it with the most loving intention possible. And that no matter what, and no matter where you are on the process, you love the actual fuck out of this person that is looking at you in the mirror. Mm. That uh, if you can't do that, then you got to wait for your spot or butt. You're gonna have to get to that point first. And then for people who are further along on the practice, 
then I think you can come to it from a very healthy, safe place to then say, my goal is to have a deeper spiritual practice or my former shape needs to be able to experience a particular posture that I have yet not been able to do and I'm going to work lovingly towards that. But the goal of this is not to say, you're not supposed to be cutting out a picture of like Angelina Jolie and slapping it on the fridge and being like, this is the form and shape I want. That is exactly the opposite of what Svartarupa is. It's, it's acknowledging that the love and seeing of self is a process and it should be holy. And it's the reason, honestly, I picked this particular theme for this point in the month and timeline is like your practice will really hit a wall if you cannot see yourself as divine and holy and if you cannot love yourself with the most love you've ever given to any other thing you have to love yourself with that intensity times 10 first and i mean that even if your parents like i love all the parents in the room i love y'all so much i love your little babies i love all y'all but like if y'all don't love yourselves first yep. and the most, you can't be any other archetype yep. of human. So that's, Swarupa is that. It's honestly, it's deep, radical self-acceptance and love. If you're really doing it, if you're really finding it. I think if I could, if I could name practice in the a Sanskrit word, this would be it. Yes. Because really this is, and, and this is where my, my own practice is, has been in process in the last eight to ten years is this but I think and I could be wrong but my experience is this is kind of an impasse if you can't get past this all of your other practices are in service to Mm self-loathing are in service to false ideals of who you are doing this in service of which if we're assuming uh we are every you know everything is everything and we're all lit yes like that if I'm doing it out of this place that I'm not everything, that I'm separate from everything and that myself is not enough and not good enough and inauthentic and full of shit and, oh, my own self-talk just happened there, um, then I can't, I will never be in union. No. You know what I mean? So You I, are I, literally living in dualism. Right. Which is a choice that you can make. And this is what I want to be clear about too. If at any point along this journey you say, this, I can't do this, that's also fine. Right. The point is to be so deeply connected to the whatever's really happening the real form and shape so that you can ethically say that but i think yeah this this is a really big one like in my classes i have always been very ruthless to the point like there's very little that will get me to like go like full mean teacher on you (laughs) but if you say something shitty about your body or like the thing that kills me as a teacher is people saying like i'm not flexible i can't do yoga or like i'm not spiritual enough i can't explore these ideas fuck that actually fuck that that's the only time like i will ever get mad at you and it's not mad it's like because your job in this life my job in this life is to recognize myself as miraculous enough in my human form to be capable of experiencing deep cosmic divine experiences the good ones and the bad ones and to love the fuck out of them no matter what And so if this is an impasse in the way that you're saying it, because like this is sort of a do or die moment of, am I going to be someone who is deeply connected and deeply in union 
and work toward this idea that I am whole and enough and I am perfect or am I going to stay in something different? You're allowed to stay in something different. I'm never going to tell you what you can or cannot do. But this is the moment where the yoga really gets fucking serious. And it's like, you can take baby steps. You can just write little post-it notes of like, I am enough or I love you. You look pretty today. Oh my God, you have great hair. Whatever that it looks like for you. Take it baby steps. Take it slow. Have an accountability partner. Read things that support the idea and read things that support the cultivation of the self that you want to be and don't let anything sort of get in the way of that idea and sometimes like you have to be really ruthless as you start to cultivate a much more loving approach to like your body and self and it's hard it's a disciplined practice it's probably one among like the hardest spiritual practices i've ever done but this is the one that lets you be able to do almost all of the other ones. Shame doesn't get anyone anywhere. You might be able to change based on shame alone, but radical self-love and radical community love is much more likely to create sustainable change. And so this is a, this is a big one. Like if you want to practice yoga or you want to be a spiritual person in 2020, this one you have to do. And, like, good people in your life are not going to let you sneak out of this. Yeah. And it, I think the word that you've said, well, two words that you've said multiple times that are critical to this. Because I think it can feel like, okay, well, it's the week of Swarupa. Like, I'm going to nail it and I'm going to move on. Like, And in my experience, maybe I'm just slow on the spiritual path. Is like, this is, this is a daily, weekly, monthly practice that I... I assume will one day, you know, take a form and I can kind of move from it. But it's definitely, I'm still so early in my spiritual practice anyway. It's definitely where I spend a lot of my time. And it's a practice. And I mean, okay, anything worth doing, anything, anything, you name crazy shit you want to do, to be good at it, you have to practice. I mean, we love to elevate geniuses and savants and people who just pick things up but even they had to practice a lot and had to try and fail and so like the idea that like you can just wake up one day and be spiritually woke or whatever you want to call it is false anything worth doing is worth practicing and if you get nothing else from yoga and you might not or even from us here at practice indie we do all, and I think I can safely speak for every human who is on staff here, we want you to love yourself unconditionally as a whole and complete person. So if you do nothing else, make this the practice of your life. This alone, even if you never chant a mantra or you never get into Ekapada Kundinyasana one or two, <laughs> like we don't care. That I don't, I don't think any of us care about. I think we care deeply about whether or not you love yourself exactly how you are in this moment and exactly who you've been and exactly whoever you may Want be, be in, the in the future. Process. Like yeah. that is all we care about. Yeah. So if you are somebody who's been listening to us and you're like, I don't know how to be a yogi. This all sounds really crazy. And she keeps saying weird words. Like, I don't really like the deities or whatever. This can be the deepest spiritual practice you ever encounter. And this is that radical self-love and the finding of yourself. But finding of yourself from the correct view orientation and with the goal of I'm holy, I'm divine, I am 
here having a human experience because I'm supposed to be. That alone can be an incredibly transformative spiritual practice. Or life practice, if you don't like spirituality, like if that's not your bag either, have this experience because I want to be my best self. This will make all of that change. Hmm. It's, it's, it is required. It is on the <laughs> syllabus. It, it is required. It is on the syllabus. This is reading you must do. This is prerequisite uh, work. We, like, you cannot move forward. We love you so much. We think you're amazing and rad and whole and divine. However, you will not progress on this line. It, any, anywhere. <laughs> anywhere. Anywhere unless this happens. So, I mean, I'll openly say if you have questions about this, we, I could well, ho- definitely talk about this because I've spent a it. bunch of time on this. This is something that's very important to all of us. So make this your practice. If nothing else, make this the deepest practice of your life.